0: Why you won't lose your gut just walking. Why just walking for weight loss is a bit of a waste of time. So I remember growing up as a kid and my mom would get together with one or a couple of her buddies and they would go on these huge walks Deep into the night, it didn't matter whether it was raining or not, it didn't matter how dark it was or cold it was outside. They would go on these, they would get all excited, they would go on these huge walks. And of course, it would be at a time where they collectively agreed that they wanted to lose weight, right? So, whether it was a bit of a social thing, whether it was a bit of a weight loss thing, was most likely a combination, of course, of both. But even back then, when I was, how old was I? Probably. 10, 11, 12, I used to think to myself, there has to be other options other than walking the streets in the middle of the night for hours on on end. And I guess that's what this podcast is all about is to discuss with you if one of your main goals, which chances are it is, is weight loss. This podcast is all about discussing what the other options are. So this podcast is not about bashing any form of exercise. Because at the end of the day, I believe, and I'm sure you do as well, that doing some form of exercise is much, much, much better than doing nothing. Of course, hands down, I agree with that. However, it is definitely, so walking and just walking alone, especially for your fat loss goal, your weight loss goal is definitely not the best use of your time. It's not the best use of your resources. It's not the best use of your energy. And especially these days of how we are all quite time poor, what that means is whatever you are going to dedicate time and allocate time to away from your job, away from your business, away from your family, away from whatever other responsibilities, which there are a lot, let's face it, as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a provider, whatever situation that you are in, you are most likely in a situation where you have a huge amount of responsibility. So with that being said, what that means is if you are going to allocate time, energy and effort into something, then you want to make sure that you're getting your best bang for your buck and your best return on your investment or ROI as it's commonly Referred to is commonly a word. Who knows? Luckily, my English teacher is not going to be listening in on this podcast, or if he is, he's going to be shaking his head. So let's go with the word commonly and just assume that it is a word. If it isn't, tough shit. Let's continue. So it's about coming up with some other solutions and helping you to understand that although walking is a form of exercise, I much prefer that my clients understand some of the things that I'm going to be discussing with you. And just to help you to understand that walking is definitely not the best use of your time if you are doing it for your weight loss goal, especially because there is a fair few key things that walking alone does not address. Things like your posture Things like your overall strength, things like your muscle mass, things like reducing the risk of injury has no, walking has no effect on any of these important factors. And that is a huge problem because if you are using up most of your free time to do the activity of walking and if it's not going to address all of these things that I just mentioned that are super, important especially as we age the incidence of injury goes up we became we become more frail we become more brittle and the incidence of injury just becomes greater and greater and on top of that if we are looking at it from a pure calorie perspective it's just not the best use of time in terms of burning calories because there's many many other activities there's many other forms of exercise that are going to give you a greater number of calories burnt compared to doing your walk. And a lot of the time, they can, you can literally half the amount of time to get the same result if you were doing something different. So exercise definitely, walking definitely does burn calories, but it's quite low compared to other forms of exercise. So I like the idea of getting my clients to do more of a strength-based training program where majority of the exercise that they do is weight-based exercises. So resistance training, resistance-based training. And then what I do is I get them to include their walk into their daily movement if they don't reach the desired steps that I get them to do. So walking in addition to other forms of exercise like weights training, like other forms of sport like other forms of exercise, which helps prevention of injuries. Like I said, it keeps your skeletal system nice and strong. And it adds more muscle tissue as well to make you more of an effective fat burning machine. And a lot of people don't know this about weights training. So weights training obviously helps to not only preserve muscle but if you're doing it in the right way with the right kind of programming and of course the right nutrition then you can actually not only preserve your muscle mass as it starts to decline as we age but you can actually put on lean muscle tissue even into your 40s and 50s and 60s as I have plenty of clients do this exact thing so that's something that walking won't get you and Of course, as you know, or you might not know this, but the more muscle that you have in your body, the more effective your body becomes at burning calories. So what that means is if somebody weighs 100 kilos, but they have 85 kilos of lean muscle, then what that means is they're going to be more effective at burning calories more calories, say the same weight person, the same 100 kilo man with only 50 kilos of lean muscle tissue. So the more muscle mass that your body is carrying, the more effective you are at burning calories. So what that means is you get away with being able to eat more calories and eat more naughty foods and snack on more naughty things just by having more muscle, you can get away with it a little bit easier, but this is not something that I say to my clients very often because i have a I have this idea that if I do tell them that then they 'll take the piss and then they'll we'll, they will be snacking out of control and therefore <laughs> put on weight but that's a, that's a fact and that's my, that might not be something that you were aware of, that the more muscle tissue that your body holds, the more muscle you can put on and preserve, the better you are going to be from a calorie burning perspective, but also from an injury prevention perspective as well, because a lot of elderly people, unfortunately, cop the brunt of having this declining amount of muscle mass. Of course, they lose their muscle, they, they lose their strength. And then they are a lot more likely to injure themselves in the future with brittle bones. So that's obviously a lot of these these benefits that weight training is going to give you. You will not get with just walking alone. So the way that I like to look at walking for exercise is I don't like to look at it as the main form. And in my opinion, it should not be the main form of your exercise Weights training program should be your foundation or what let's call, let's call it the cake should be your weights training program. And of course, you should be following a custom based weights training program that has your goals, that has your lifestyle, that has your injuries and has all of those intricate personal things about you factored in to give you the best result possible and to integrate into your lifestyle. And at the same time, Walking should just be seen as the sprinkles that go on top of your well-formed cake. But I see a lot of guys making the mistake of thinking that their walk, their their 30-minute walk with the dog is going to cut it. And it's just not, unfortunately. It's just not going to get enough calories burnt for the most part. And therefore, the time invested into the exercise of walking is just not worth it in my opinion. So I would much prefer that you stick to a custom-based weight training program that's going to help to reduce risk of injury, help you to put on muscle and preserve it, improve your posture, strengthen all those dodgy joints that you might have going on with your shoulders and your knees and your hips and all of that, and then you can add your walk-in if you want to on top. This is what I do with most of my clients and we just use walking as a form of a, a little bit extra bit of movement and most of my clients, if they have weight loss as their main goal, which 90, probably more than 95% of my client base ha, have weight loss as one of their main goals, so this would apply to most of them where I get them to do their weights training program and then if they are short with the amount of steps that they are doing on a daily basis, which most of the time people are, then I get them to add their walk on top to, to get to that minimum 10,000 steps. What's going on, Jared? Thanks for jumping on the podcast. I appreciate you, brother. Good to see your name coming up. So I'm not here again, just to, just to close up before. We wrap up today's podcast. I'm definitely not here to shit on walking. And as I said, most, I'm, I'm a big fan of anyone doing any form of exercise because any form of exercise is much better than doing no form of exercise. However, it is just not the best bang for your buck use of time. So I would much prefer if you are going to be investing energy and effort into some form of exercise, I would prefer that it's more of a weight-based training program. You get all the benefits that I have mentioned in today's podcast. And at the same time, then if you want, you can add your little walk on top of that to further maximize the calories burnt, so that you can achieve those juicy weight loss goals of yours and it not really sacrifice the, the long-term result. Because many of my clients, they got stuck into this trap of thinking that a walk was enough. A couple of walks a week was going to cut it. And then they would feel like they're starting to spin their wheels because they would typically do this and realize over a couple of months time that they're just not getting the weight loss of what they thought that they were going to. And they were investing quite a number of hours on a weekly basis into these walks with the dog. And although the dog was happy because it was getting more walks (laughs) the scale was not happy and these people that would talk to me about these walks that they were doing on just not getting them to where they want to be they were not happy so if you are currently in this situation where you feel like you are spinning your wheels because all you're doing is a, a few walks a week or if you are even in a position where you were thinking that a few walks a week is going to cut it. Unfortunately, it is not. I'm very sorry to report to you that a few walks a week is not going to get you to where you want to be unless you kill yourself nutritionally and you make a whole bunch of changes. It's just not enough in the forms, in the form of calories being burnt with exercise or unless you're planning on going on three, four-hour walking expeditions maybe, but who has the time for doing that? I'm sure you don't because I sure as hell do not. So I hope that you got value from this and I hope that you now have a greater understanding of what you should be doing for the most part of your training routine and how exercise... Walking as an exercise does have its place, but it should be just a minor few sprinkles over your well-formed cake, which in my opinion should be more of a weight-based training program. So I'd be curious to hear on what your perspective is or if you have been in this situation before where you you too have realized that your walks just weren't cutting it or maybe you know someone that is currently in this situation or has been in this situation before where they kind of realize that, hey, the amount of time and energy and effort invested into this activity of walking isn't really going to get me to where I want to be as well. And the reality is as well, and I just kind of thought about this, is if you have an injury, like say an ankle or a foot or a knee injury that is preventing you from walking, then what do you actually do if you are in that situation? I mean, if or if walking is actually what caused the injury, then what is the go to plan from there? So there's a lot of limitations around just relying on walking. Obviously, you need to walk out unless you have a treadmill in your house, which is super boring. Then that means you need to go out and walk in the elements and walk down these kind of back alleys and get chased by dogs. That, maybe that might be a good thing because you'll start running instead of walking, which is a much better calorie burner, but you hopefully understand the point that I'm trying to make. So I hope that you got value from this. Or if you know someone that needs to hear the topic of today's podcast and make sure, so, make sure, so, make sure you. Send it to them and let's keep the good times going. We'll jump on again tomorrow for jump for another podcast. What are we chatting about? I don't know. My paper is not anywhere near here on my desk, but we'll be chatting about something saucy, no doubt. So I appreciate your attention. I pre- appreciate you jumping on for today's podcast. I hope you have a beautiful night and the best week of your entire life. That's it from Coach Daniel from the Dad Bod Project. I am. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dad bod to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D E Z E N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word dad bod. And me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right, correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.